Welcome to episode 132 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, volume two of our Friday the 13th series begins with part five, A New Beginning from 1985. to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. I'm Adam. And joining us for this special occasion, Adam's cracking the beers, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Mr. Jimmy Diamond making his long, it, it's been a while. Long, it's been a little bit. Since last Friday the 13th. Your I, name I is think. Jimmy? I always thought your name was Yimmy Diamond. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't Yim- correct you because it's oh, funnier. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, I think that's a spelling mistake I, I made on every single episode that he's been on. Yimmy Diamond, yeah, yeah. Just like in like Devil the Dragon, it's like Yimmy and like Timmy, <laughs> like Devil Dragon Part Two. What a weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah, weird yeah. reference. Everyone's like, "What the fuck is Double Dragon Two?" Other than people old, yeah. old farts, I guess that remember that game. But uh, yeah, no, Jimmy Diamond. Uh, he's he did a couple of Octobers, but I, I think the last time yeah he did a full series was. Like back in, it's actually it was episode thirty three to thirty six. So if you guys want to go back, oh wow, because Almost we are hundred yeah, episodes that's ago, crazy. Yeah. we are starting with uh, continuing with part five. We like instead of some people like to do all eight or thirteen or whatever the movies there are in one uh, hit. We like to kind of divide it up, uh, keep it so you're still fresh and excited yeah. to talk about it, as opposed to you know getting to the end and and, and being a downer. But uh, yeah, go back to episode thirty three, thirty six. Hey, 36. hey w- wait a second, <laughs> I'm I'm here. I you know yeah, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, you're gonna change you're that. gonna be a downer. Anyway, but uh, um, yeah, no, this is gonna be fun. Uh, I'm a big fan of the series. I, I, Matt, I, I really enjoy the series. I think you are too, as well, Jimmy. Right? Yeah, I enjoy most of it. So uh, Adam's maybe the odd, odd man out, but uh, hopefully, maybe like one of these out of the this. We'll see. We'll, enjoy, see. we'll find out. I guess. I don't think so. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, we're gonna be starting off yeah. with that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Before we get into it, anything you guys want to? chat about yeah what you guys have watching this week anything fun uh so i watched uh have you guys heard of this the world the flesh and the devil no this is from 1959 it stars harry belafonte and it's kind of like last man on earth situation he's in this mine and then there's been like nuclear kind of blasts that have but they explain it like it was this new kind of technology <laughs> that it the the radiation only lasts for yeah, 7 days. Of course. But he's stuck down the mine and he comes up and he's in New York and it's just empty. Very very similar to, you know, you, you got a, that kind of I am legend esque yeah. thing. Last man on earth. But he just goes around town and at first he's just like turning on lights and getting, you know, Is he having an apartment fun with it? going. He's he's kind of losing his mind and kind of yeah. having fun with it. He's dancing with mannequins one day and then throwing them out the window the next day kind of deal. And then he finally meets this woman and and they start 
kind of really hitting off. It's played by Inger Stevens, who I hadn't seen in anything, and she's fantastic in this movie. Uh, really, really great. I guess why she's not as well-known as an actress is because her life fell apart. And then eventually Mel Farah shows up in kind of like the suave but also somewhat sleazy guy, and it, it it's this kind of love tri- triangle but also like how to survive in this this kind of crazy world. Hmm. And I'm not going to go into it too much. There's there's definitely like a racial undertone as well. It does, was, does he do any singing? <laughs> is there, there zombies or vampires in it? Uh, there is no zombies or vampires. No singing it. zombies, no uh, <laughs> yeah. dancing vampires. Uh, but definitely like, uh, I don't know. Like there's just like this eerie quality that happens when you have these streets that are so empty in the Photography is incredible during the the movie. Is it New York, New York, like proper New York, or they kind of did it in like back lots? I think most of it is yeah. done in New York, and then with I think trick camera stuff. Because it's always dope when you see like a uh, last man on earth things like go through actual cities and they're just like abandoned. Like they a, definitely have a bunch yeah. of that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, I'm gonna give this one eight. Eight. Wow. It, it really really good. Uh, gotcha. Eh? Uh, I just had seen a friend had had posted it. And and the other day, and then it was leaving Criterion, and he he loved it, and I went, well, why not? I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that, and I'm a big fan of all these type of uh, post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. type films, even if there is no zombies or vampires. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah, very cool. I I, I kind of think uh, you guys would dig it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I, I watched. Uh, I knew Adam was going to watch these because he's going through the series because this is he's never seen the Friday Thirteenth oh. series. He didn't grow up with it. He watched one or two, one and two, like last October, maybe or yeah. So I had seen two. Two is like the first horror movie I had ever seen in my life. Okay, um, like but probably haven't watched it in like twenty thing. years ago. But right? hadn't watched it in in thirty years or like yeah, well, a, while. a long, long time. And then I, I yeah, I ended up watching it on October. Maybe three years ago or something. Okay. I, I, or maybe two years ago, the first one, and then the second one. And, you know, my plan was I was going to keep going. And then them. you. <laughs> one a year? <laughs> you got yeah. through one and two yeah. and you were, you were done, which is crazy to me because those are my favorites. But yeah, you, you for this episode. They were fine. Like, yeah. I, I don't think they're. But I, I definitely had misgivings about them. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, f- to get ready for this, I never seen three, four, mm. five. Six, seven, yeah. you know, on and on and on. And and I picked up the Scream Factory set, and I think I had recently went through all these, so I didn't. I it's kind of been sitting there. Like I think I did the yeah. first two, and again never. And I think I did. I've seen six because it's one of my favorites. When we were doing the best of, I watched like the ones I yeah, like one, two, maybe four and six. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, end up watching three, so it's been sitting there. And I thought, what the hell? I'll go through these uh, to talk about them with Adam. So yeah, let's talk about the first one, Friday 13th part three. This is from 1982. Three glorious D's. Yeah. yeah th- this is, uh, I guess most famous for being the movie where he gets the, uh, the famous hockey mask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's totally shot in 3d. Like they throw everything. Yeah. They, Did you guys watch it with 3d? Like the, uh, the, no, the, the, I didn't the, watch uh, it. With 3D. Uh, I, I think th- I'll just say, Strep, yeah. this is not one of my favorite of the series. I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm. I do think seeing it in like a theater with 3D with a, you know yeah. an audience into it, it I think might would, be would add kind some. of fun because they're literally like juggling, they're sticking sticks. Yeah. Like the whole movie There's just like a seems snake like popping out it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a girl crushing tomatoes on the, the screen. The guy with the eye and he's like, yeah. and he's literally walking and pointing yeah. it at the screen. Like it, it almost seems like they put. More effort into that. Yeah, yeah. there's something like falling down on somebody at some point. Like, Mm -hmm. I called it, uh, you know, remember the SCTV sketch uh, with Count Floyd? And then it'd be like, 
uh, 3D House of Cats or whatever. And so I was like Monster Chiller Horror Theater uh, 3D House of Hay because the hay actually coming at you. is coming at you at one point. It It's a distraction, like not in a good way. Like If you had the glasses on, uh, it's, it's amazing. But even, is it amazing? Like, I love it, yeah. I think, yeah, I would take it too. Uh, but you're not a 3D guy. No, I also think 3D is yeah. I'm done after like five minutes. Yeah. A 3D. Yeah. Like, I, 3D I is the, like an a, a amusement part. To me, 3D ride, um, is, yeah, exactly. 3D is fun when it's a gimmick. And I think that's why 3D lost me with all the new age 3D because they weren't doing enough of stupid shit coming mm -hmm. at you in the screen. Like, that's why I want to see 3D. I, I think the have only a 3D I, I thought screen. really hit me was Coraline because I thought that was like so well thought yeah. out how the 3D actually works and changes. Uh, perception a little bit. Everything else I've ever seen in 3D doesn't. I think slasher film, like to me, the, the horror was the most successful. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Like Prawn, even though it wasn't great because it was an after thing, but there was yeah. some neat stuff in there. Final Destination was fun and mm. um, My Bloody Valentine. But none like, of these the are best. like thought out. It's like, oh, we've got a yo-yo. Let's just yeah, like yeah, move exactly. the yo-yo. Well, My Bloody Valentine, I think, did a lot <laughs> well, of neat what stuff. About, what about like, like a Shark Knight or something like that? There was like the yeah, cool I shark I never saw that one in theater. Yeah, I, I just that. remember My Bloody Valentine where Tom Atkins is sticking the shotgun at the screen. Like, mm. I was frightened. Like, you have a shotgun that literally feels like Quite it's now, sticking yeah. at your face. Are the pickaxe coming at you? Like, mm. I thought they did a lot of neat stuff. Like, that film, I don't love... But, but in theater, the 3D, in theory, was, it was a lot of fun, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of this film. Like, mm -hmm. it's not a great film, but I think it would have been more fun. I do feel like this, notice watching it too, I noticed like this is the first time where you are starting to not like the cast. Like, if you watch yeah. part one and two. Do you like anybody in this cast? Is there anybody? Maybe the punkers that are giving them a hard time. Yeah, maybe the punkers actually. Like, they're kind of fun a little bit. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, like, the but Shelly I mean, guy, the nerd. Oh, he's totally, yeah. yeah who guys just trying to get laid? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Maybe that Vera girl that's with him mm -hmm. is okay. Yeah. But I mean, like the other people, like yeah, Chris Higgins, the lead. I'm, she's annoying and yeah. one of my least favorite uh, of the final girls. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like they're not like they're not. Yeah, they're not like super like ah. Oh, I'm enjoying these characters, but they're not necessarily unlikable. Where does you get into the next film? We're going to talk about you, yeah. gonna, like Teddy. They're you're supposed to hate that. They're guy. trying to be in the next ones. You're trying to make you hate these ones, but in yeah. this one, you're supposed to like all these people, and they're fucking obnoxious and terrible. But, and, and I think the difference is though, part one and two. They're likable, but they all actually get along. Like, yeah, and this is the true. first yeah. one where, like, the stoners are kind of just, they're so fucking out of place. You could tell, like, yeah. Cheech and Chong had just come out as a big hit. We got to throw these guys in it. They make no sense. You know why? I'll say that guy's likable. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no, like, don't they seem like they're, like, you know, yeah. 10, 20 years older than the rest of them. Like, they're too old. Yeah. Why are yeah. they hang out with these young teens? Yeah, that was, um, the, like, it's just a bizarre thing. It's like, why are these old people, like, just hanging out in the back of the, the van? It, it's so weird, but, like... It does seem like they're dads, right? Yeah. <laughs> but even that, like, they don't really get along. Like, no one really likes Shelly and... Yeah, why did he come? I don't know. Like, I guess the guys are trying to get him laid, maybe? They're, he's, they're setting him up with Vera, yeah. who wants nothing Which, to do with yeah, him. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, and For the, Vera. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would say Vera is one of the, the more attractive Friday the 13th women ac across the franchise. There's always, you know, one or two in each one that uh, as a child that uh, had an, uh, an impression on me, I'll say. But um, well, you're polishing machete to these movies, <laughs> is what you're um, but uh, I, I don't know, maybe, but um, probably not. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, no, that would have been VHS days. I might have been too young for, yeah. for that um, naughtiness. Um, sin, but uh, no. The, the, this is also the first one where it kind of like has this dark edge that makes no sense with this apparent like rape. Like they kind of hint that maybe he raped her, right? 
Jason Voorhees. Oh, with Chris Higgins' character, she has this flashback, which makes no sense. She in the saw woods. Him. The wo- that's the worst she, she pulls, scene the whole thing. He, he grabs her, draw, pulls her to the ground, and you don't know what happened. And then she woke up uh, not knowing what happened. And that's mm. the whole story. And it makes no sense. And it's like, but the whole hint that, like, according to the fan, is like, did he rape her? And it, like, yeah. makes no sense. I don't think any, that, I, I like, I didn't, that wasn't the implication I got. The implication is that this is the bad storytelling device. No, like, but why would he? Why would be, he attack her? Pull her to the ground and then and then leave her to alive? Because they need her alive to have the trauma that she didn't want to be there. There's no explanation. But it doesn't make. Yeah, it just movie. doesn't make sense for like yeah, they, Jason Lohr. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But I don't think they thought it through because they wanted what's what's her name uh they pretty much yeah they introduced it so she would be afraid to come back and that she, she's also but it, kind they, of, they uh, wanted the the girl from the last movie who's in uh april fool's oh yeah Day, G- yeah genie yeah, to come back and, yeah uh, but uh that she didn't she didn't do it or there was a dispute about money i think with her agents something like that but um so that that's how it's set up it's about her coming back to crystal lake and then she's not in the movie well that's still a good idea why don't we do that yeah. and we'll just do this dream kind of dreamy <laughs> sequence where, where she goes back in her yeah. memory and who Listen, cares the movie's two dimensional the script doesn't need to be that dimensional well, all the dimensions well, they, are on screen they even baby. talk about it like they spent all their time making sure the 3D cameras would work yeah. and they didn't spend any time on characters or acting yeah. they didn't, like a lot of times the actors would be like oh I screwed up and they were like we got it that one worked <laughs> yeah. go go well, there's also another dark element in this film that they don't. They again, they briefly mention and then it's forgotten about. Is one of the characters that uh, doesn't, you know, live to the end of the movie is pregnant, right? So oh. Voorhees kills a pregnant woman and a baby. I guess when you think about, it. and the best part about that too is uh, well, not the best part, but so Chris uh, Higgins, I guess it's her cottage, or whatever. She fucking has her pregnant friend sleeping on a hammock. She's like, "Here's your." She's like, "Where's your bed?" She's like, "Oh, it's right there. Maybe you can have fun with it." It's like, "What the fuck, man? She's pregnant. Give her your bed, bitch." Ah, uh, she's only like two months in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't hey, know. That's what you get for sleeping around. Are you a, are you a fan of uh, Part Three, Jimmy, or where does it fit up there for you? Is it near the top, near the bottom? Um, I'd say it probably lands somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not it's not like bottom like Jason goes to hell or any of those kind of like. Post Paramount films. This isn't the yeah. bottom. Oh no! Oh, that that gets worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. It probably is more like mid to lower. Jesus. I yeah, I still Christ. find it's a fun so romp. And yeah. and the um, yeah, the, the 3D aspect kind of plays into yeah. that. But when I'm getting into this stuff, the kind of breaking down the walls and being self-referential and just being absolutely ridiculous is. Kind of why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you get that later. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they're, they're actually like that meta in this. I don't think they understand what they necessarily. No, have it definitely comes one. later on. Well, um, yeah, because this is the first one that Jason's actually like in it per se, like as is Jason. We, but know, I think the, the formula is yeah. kind of down at this point. Yeah. Like, they still have the old guy Ralph is crazy. Yeah. Ralph is dead. Yeah. So now they introduce this homeless guy that just has I the d- eye at the screen yeah. or whatever, and. Uh, There's anyways. one in every movie, right? Like, what, the, are, you, uh, what are you guys gonna, or what are you gonna give it? I guess because uh, you know, four out of ten. Oh wow! Oh, okay. I'm gonna still go six. I still have fun with it. Uh, again, it's cool to see him get the hockey mask. Mm. I think the stuff like there's I, some cool stuff with the punks and the chainsaw battle at the end, where he's got the chainsaw yeah. and the blade. And and there's one great kill uh, when he's on a dock uh, with oh the, the spear gun. Yeah, the, with yeah. the spear gun. And the way that shot, it's the only. Maybe good shot in the movie. Like whoever directed this, I can't remember who directed this. Yeah, I don't even remember. Oh, it's Steve Miner again. Is it Miner? Is it? Yeah, 
He's he's not a good director. I said this about the second uh, so one I, too. I disagree, but I, I, like, well, you clearly like. But he, uh, part two, I think he does a lot more. Again, I think well, this even one, he was when they more show those scenes the in the part two, and it's like how, like, I liked a lot of part two because I liked the camaraderie a little bit. No, and, but the, and the, the final chase is great. Um, but they show a lot of that final chase, and you kind of go, "This is so hacky done." How he's u- using the camera. If if it wasn't like the set design's so cool in that mm. one, and it sets up this thing. But he, the way he shoots um, the final girl in front of the mom's head, it's terribly done. And they show it in part three. They open up the movie with that again. And I, I was like, I didn't remember this being so bad. Well, those are alternate takes. Those aren't the actual scenes. Right. So maybe it's not. But the one shot where he's coming around the building seems like the same shot from the Yeah, I think a couple of them are. But I know a lot of the time they they did use alternate takes uh, for a lot of those flashbacks. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's still fun. I don't know. Um, and then we, I guess you also then watched Friday the 13th final chapter from 84. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. This actually might be one of my favorites of the series. Uh, it's hard to say. M- might be, might be my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's probably kind of on the same level as, as one and two for me. This, is, this was my favorite growing up and I feel like, I don't know, it's went down a little bit for me. Um, I, I don't know why. Again, I think it is. Because all the characters are so fucking unlikable. Except for Crispin, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover's yeah, awesome. Crispin exactly. Glover puts in, so far, the best performance of any yeah. Friday the 13th movie uh, in this movie. It, it is just gloriously, like, comp- I don't know if unhinged is the right, right word, but uninhibited. Yes. That's the yeah, right word. That, Crispin Glover being that Crispin Glover. That dancing <laughs> is amazing. Like, that, so out of place, so silly that well, I Well, apparently I that's it. his real dance yeah. moves. Like, but he was doing it to ACDC and yeah. not whatever they're playing. Yeah. Um, but I think his, like they saw him at a club and they're like, we need to put this in the movie. Like, you got to see this guy's dance moves. Like, it, it's <laughs> great. But he also, I like him in this. Like, I feel like he has actual dimensions yeah. to his character, and I, I, I like him, and I believe him as a person. Well, I he has as Teddy as his, like, anti... Yes. You well, know, the yin to his yang. <laughs> yeah, dead fuck. <laughs> that scene is great, though, where sure. he's like, here, let me just type on the cure. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> You're a dead fuck. <laughs> it's, like, I hate Teddy, but yeah. I think he's a great character that you dislike. Like, he's so slimy. Yeah, he's set the up that way. he's trying way. to, like, get it to, with all the women is just gross. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. He, he's a fun character, I guess, in that sense. But but everyone is kind of despicable in this. Like, you have the guy that's with his girlfriend who's, like, flirting with the twins, like, right in front of his girlfriend mm-hmm. to the point where she leaves. The one twin is just, like, literally moving from each guy to guy trying to sleep with. Like, and, and doesn't care that the sister is just going to go off no, exactly. in the night like, on her own. Everyone is The kinda, family with Corey Feldman... It, yeah, it's like likable. Yeah, likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do think this is not one of the better '80s Corey Feldman. Well, I roles. think this is early. This is pre Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. The movie before he's he young, Goonies. right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's not as he's not as uh, memorable in this as he is in, I, in yeah, I guess Goonies. He's still really young, or, right? Like, or even in one again though, like Goonies is like we'll Spielberg and yeah. <laughs> Rob Reiner. You know, it's all these like. Great writers, great directors, and a lot of his other Richard films. Donner, yeah, yeah. Richard Donner, sorry. And, you know, Lost Boys, and I, I think that has something to do with it. But but also, I think he's just like, he's kind of like a not quite fully formed mm. into that, I can be a snot, but still kind of likable sort of yeah. guy. Like, he's, he's definitely a Tom Savini stand-in, right? Oh, for yeah. sure, He's right? got all the masks yeah. that, uh, you know. Which this is Tom Savini's big return. He, he was not really happy. He, he thinks the, re- the series doesn't make sense because, according to him, 
Jason died. Like, this makes no fucking sense. How is yeah. this guy an adult that's come back? But he came back for this one. Uh, and, and I think this is one of the best for kills in the yeah. movie. Like, the effects are great in this. Yeah, the Tom Savini effects are... Uh, this is some of the best. I think that's what sta- uh, stands out for me. It's the effects. Uh, mm. It's... It's Crispin Glover actually giving a performance that I care. Because even though the characters in the first two movies are likable, I think everybody is trash acting wise. Like I don't. Yeah. I, they're terrible actors, and and there's there's nothing for me to hold on to with them. Where he feels like he's creating Fleshed this out. this this guy that I can see, even though he's a total weirdo. <laughs> um, you can relate, though. Yeah, right? I was just gonna say you relate to him. That's <laughs> yeah. why. Um, you see his dance movies when we go to the club. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a few of those. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, overall, the characters and the plot, I still don't really care that much about in in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it, it loses the script a bunch of times where it's just like, ah, why did they just skip ahead here? I think most of the best slasher movies don't have characters you really care about. They, they have likable characters and characters like that have some good gags, but like. I find the ones that usually have character development are usually kind of boring and they focus more on the characters and the kills. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm trying to think of a slasher that has good characters and like good kills and a good villain. I think the the first one I didn't think was that good because the kills weren't that good too. Like that that was one where the setting I love the I love the camp of yeah. that. Well, that the first one. Savini yeah. effect. I think there's some fantastic effects in part one, but again, that's pre like. You have to remember, this is coming off of Halloween, which had no kills. Like this, right. Friday the 13th was like one of the first, you know, horror slash films that focused on kills. That's why it was such a big deal at the time. It's just like, it's way more sparing than I was, I think the first time I thought that it was like, okay, I'm coming into Here's this. Here's some gore, some splatter. And, and you got this, the camp is so cool. And then mm. there isn't really that much, even though the, you're right, the, when it's done, Sav- Savini's effects are very cool in that. Mm. It's just not that much. And the second one, you get more kind of craziness, mm-hmm. um, you know. You got to ramp it up, baby. It's the 80s. Ramp. Well, there was no ramp. That's <laughs> yeah. how they got the, the greatest effect in that one. Um, and then the the third one, they ramp it up in the sleaze even more. And this one's mm-hmm. got even more sleaze. And where we're, we're going talk is, about oh, is, yeah. is the, the pure sleaze. tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Jimmy, where does this one fit for you, part four? Is that one of your favorites? Or? Uh, yeah, it's definitely up there. I'd probably put it above three. Um, yeah, in, in terms of the ones that I like for... It actually being, like a, I don't want to say serious slasher, but yeah. not for its ridiculousness. It's definitely higher in the list. Yeah, well, we'll do we'll do a ranking maybe at the end of part eight because that's that will be the yeah. end of the Paramount series. Yeah, I know there's the three after that, but they don't really they don't like, count. Jason goes to hell, Freddy versus Jason, and <laughs> Jason, Jason goes to jail. Oh, and and, and, and Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> from two thousand nine. Yeah, the, the remake. We'll, we'll cover those. We'll cover those one yeah. day. Because that's four. We can yeah, do we, that. we can do that for one, but those those yeah. are tough because that is like a completely, like that is like a, di- well, the remake I think is okay. I don't okay, mind the remake. But, I'll be ready in 2026, I think, right. to cover some yeah. more uh, Friday the 13th. Well, uh, maybe we'll see. Maybe when, when's yeah. the next Friday the 13th? Our, our 600th, <laughs> our, our 666, we'll get Jason Goes to Hell. Anyways, no, we're doing the Adam, omen. Adam, what are you giving a final chapter? I think I'm going to give it 6.5. Five. I was between a six and six point five. I think six point five. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven and a half for that one. Um, it, it's like seven and a half, eight for me. I'm gonna go yeah. seven and a half again. That's just, I don't know why. That's one like I, I love. You, I, up I remember and so much. Uh, before you did a rewatch. I think when maybe it was on the old show. You were like, yeah, this is my. Well, it, it, it is still up there for me. Yeah, I think like again, like I love this series. I grew up with it, but a lot of them aren't. 
you know, it's more of a nostalgia thing. Like, I think there's like three or four great films in the series for me. Right. Yeah. Um, and we'll see if the one tonight <laughs> is one of them. What else did you guys watch? Actually, speaking of dances, I had this theory. I'm watching a lot of 1985 movies. Yeah. And I think I could do a top 10 dance sequences alone from 1985. <laughs> it is insane, right? You should write that down and, yeah. and bring yeah. it up during our yeah. uh, best of 85. Uh, I'll do like the you uh, can do a like quick top, rundown. I'll do the top five. All right. There you <laughs> go. Five. There we can go yeah. in. I watched uh, Truffle Shuffle's got to be up there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think oh, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the the dance from the stuff, like uh, the dance from uh, the movie we're about to talk about. Like, and I, I'm assuming The Last Dragon, which we haven't watched, but we have plans to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's going to have a some, great dance. Oh, and Rapid Rapid probably yeah. does too. You see, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. That dance oh, sequence yeah. is uh, pretty. Uh, I, you might have the stretch at 10, yeah. Maddie, a top 10. <laughs> So, yeah, I watched that from 1985, Have It Help Us, that you were talking about last week. It was a fun movie, man. Like, these kids are pretty much, um, they're trapped in this Catholic uh, high school where the teachers are kind of abusive and dicks. And they're all kind of dicks to each other, but they're, like, likable dicks to each other. Right. Yeah, so Except kind for of like the a dude, reality uh, thing. It's kind of a reality Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. Except for what's his name, the dad from Home Alone. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. He's like a cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's trying to help him out. He's, he's the to... one like do you want like they're to, to, um aren't they like uh, playing some game? Yeah, on yeah. The and, like he steals the guys like Mickey Mantle cards. Like how did he need that back? Because has a, a Johnny Drama, <laughs> Kevin Dillon from uh, Entourage. It has a kid from uh, Andrew Fright McCarthy Night. is in yeah, there Andrew from Waking Up Bur- uh, Bernie's. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I had a ton of fun with this. There's some great jokes. There was a really weird scene where this this guy who can't stop jerking it is like <laughs> it's a Fright Night guy. That's a guy yeah, from yeah, Fright yeah, Night. Yeah, exactly. Evil, yeah. And like he is uh, handing out the uh, what's that called uh, when you get the wafers, the wafers yeah. at communion. And like, there was like a good like two minute montage of these teenage girls just opening their mouth and taking the thing. Like and it's done like sexy. I'm like I feel gross. No, but it's it supposed to be like it's yeah. supposed to. Kind of, isn't it oh, playing like a silly? song yeah. kind of like and he's like uh, he's all, he can't he's control all like it. twitching and he's just like that's a passing out it was a fun movie man <laughs> it's like that nice blend i liked it because yeah. it has kind of like that fun 80s pranks and, and stuff but it also has the drama of like this teacher was actually like it's like a, it's a good dramedy them. yeah like, yeah it was cool man and the guy's dealing like the the girlfriend and her father and there's yeah. like, there's all that kind of stuff i guess yeah. his parents just passed away while he's living with his grandparents and like yeah, yeah. so it's yeah, a I love really story it. it was a fun like a uh, teenage drama man. it's kind of one that you don't hear enough yeah, about i don't think like this. it should be mentioned with the mm-hmm. diners and you know all those mm-hmm. type of uh yeah it should be coming up there, films, right? i guess so i'm giving it 7.5 cool that was similar to what you gave it right Kyle yeah i gave it around that i think seven and a half eight yeah something like that um, so, uh, I guess back to 85, uh, you mentioned the stuff. Yeah. You watched that too, huh? I watched, uh, the stuff, Larry Cohen's the stuff. Yeah. Um, I believe this made my top 100. Oh, did it? I think. I'm a big right. fan of this film. I don't know. It's, uh, it's weird. <laughs> it is such a weird, what a great idea. Great marketing. Like they, the, the what? logo and the uh, commercials are incredible. The marketing behind the stuff is astronomically great like, so appropriate for the 1980s yeah but the thing is with this movie is uh, okay they find a bunch of stuff bubbling out of the ground like yeah, this crude oil and they decide to eat it they, and these guys just like instantly it. are like oh well this tastes good it looks like uh, what's that, that the who fluffer? the fuck would ever do that yeah <laughs> I don't I've met a couple people yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think you side-eyed yeah, yeah. Jimmy there yeah <laughs> So they decide just like, all right, oh, this is delicious. So they, they market it, and like this thing is actually alive. This one kid in like uh, Illinois notices it moving in his fridge, so he's trying to tell people like, no, it's, it's alive. Stop eating this. 
and the um, all the other confectionery companies hire this one private dick to go around and figure out. It's what Michael Mor- is Mor- Moriarty, stuff. who uh, is incredible, he is awesome. awesome in this. He has no chemistry with anybody in that, but that's part of his. I well, guess, that's his charm. part of his real life too. Yeah. Like I don't think he got along with people other than Larry Cohen. Yeah, it's so weird because like he's, he's phenomenal. Yeah. He really as liked well. this guy, um, but he's like every time he's talking to somebody on screen, he doesn't seem like he likes them. But right? he's not supposed to. I think he's supposed yeah. to be kind of like a prick. He's like over. Yeah, he's I kind agree. of cocky. He's yeah. kind of overconfident. And uh, he was the best mm. thing when I watched Q, the other yeah. Larry Cohen yeah. movie, uh, and. I think he's in his uh, Masters of Horror episode too. Yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah. it's alive, which I haven't seen. Well, I don't know alive. if he is or not. I don't know if he's in that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe, maybe. He might be a bit part. I'm not too sure. Uh, it's been a while. I might be. I might be mistaken with that. But I th- mm-hmm. maybe it's in the second one or something. Maybe, this yeah. movie has one of the weirdest introductions of a character ever. Who's the guy? Gar- Garris um, from Saturday Night Live. Um, oh, Garrett Morris. Yeah, yeah. He, he just jumps out and karate kicks him out of. A- Nowhere, like he's like in this small town. He goes to figure out. Okay, this is where everything seems to be happening in this small town. All this stuff. He's so maybe I'll find some answers here. Like ten scenes that go into a car. Then out of nowhere, he's like, "Hiya!" Like Miss Piggy style karate kicks him. Like, like, what the fuck is going on? And he's also called Chocolate Chip (laughs) Charlie. Is that? So the, the effect you guys can bring the effects look pretty good. Oh, like yeah. they're not as good oh, yeah. as the blob because no, it's obviously a, cool. a much smaller budget. But yeah, the effects are kind of mm-hmm. cool. There's a great scene where like this guy's jaw literally rips Pops open off. and the the, the stuff, stuff comes out comes and goes in. out yeah. to a, win- a window. And how they did some of that is pretty. It's kind of cool watching the making mm-hmm. of because again, like they had no budget, so they had to be creative how they would make it work. And yeah, it like it's like they're just using a plaster of Paris is what this stuff looks like, right? It looks like mm-hmm. fluffernutter. Like it's it doesn't have as much of the Larry Cohen. Uh, in God told me to, and Q, where he's just filming stuff on the street, and you can tell yeah, no yeah. one is knows what's going on. Like this one it had feels a bit more, of a budget. I, I think also like because of the effects, they probably yeah. had to do it in isolated areas. Yeah. Uh, you get you get one shot, but like some of the stuff in in God told me to, and, oh, is and, insane. And Q is insane, but this still has it's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Larry Cohen, like we're just gonna shoot it in this big field and yeah. see what kind of happens. You can tell. It, it, my problem with it, like all the Larry Cohen movies, where they never are great, is because he 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 definitely throws uh, uh, logic to the wind yeah. most of the time, and and occasionally like so maybe maybe for the 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 scene you guys are having trouble at the beginning, maybe there's something in this that kind of like. Comes out of it like like a pheromone, some kind of pheromone yeah. that like makes you like addicted Ooh, want to it, or want it or something. Yeah. It's just like because just the commercials. It, I mean, like people, are, these people are rabid for yeah. it. Yeah, like it's just like a ridiculous like. Oh, I guess that's like the ending too, right? Like once you have like a spoonful, you're like, oh, I gotta uh, keep, keep going. This. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the so there's this kid and the kid is super annoying through throughout <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah, but his parents and and are actually like they have the perfect tone of sinister, but like. Almost like loving, t- like a TV commercial. Yeah. Uh, it, all, of, all of like, I think Larry Cohen always wanted to have a little bit of a satirical message yeah. uh, under and, and some subtext, and that's like the best scene because it it counteracts with the the commercial so so mm. well and all the marketing. Like it is about marketing. The whole movie yeah. is about oh, that. Hundred um, percent. This is pre They Live, I believe. Right. This it is, is early eighties. Eighty five. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you see. Okay. 
Um, so what are you going to give it, Matt? Seven point five. Same here. I was actually thinking about. This. I tried watching this on Shutter. I have a bone to pick with Shutter. What the fuck? Like this Terrible. looked so bad. Like yeah, I ended VHS up watching it on another. Tubby. Arrow put out yeah. A, yeah. It was a beautiful Blu-ray. I yeah, yeah, I, I know. But like, why? Why am I paying for Shutter when I can just get it on Tubby for free? Like it makes no sense. Shutter. Or maybe I watched it on AMC where yeah. it was way better. Well, One again, them. I think I brought, like Shutter only plays. They don't even play 1080p, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy in this day and age. Like it it's one be, thing not to have 4K. Yeah. You're not even doing fucking yeah. like yeah. HD at this point. Like 720 is like it wasn't in 720 HD on, on, on it, was, it, was it was bad. bad. Oh, I had to wow. turn it off after five minutes. Yeah. And I was like, uh, it, it, this not going to ruin this movie. I'm not, this is going to ruin it yeah. for me because it gets pixelated all yeah. the time. I mean, if they want to like promote us and pay us, then we'll yeah, say listen, how great I they are. But, uh, <laughs> but honestly, like you, you. Uh, you know this podcast, which covers a lot of horror movies, yeah. we want to support something that yeah. is is making yeah, it, new films, it's getting curated, new films yeah. out there. Like it's, but why is this happening, I, man? I, I just can't. Anything old, I can't yeah. watch. Even on there. new though, I was I watched uh, that one where it mostly takes place in the dark. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Oh, with the the power. Or, the uh, power. Yeah, I watched that. And it was tough to watch on yeah, like, the, the, the new TV. All... It was so like pixelated. Yeah. And I was like, "This is gross." Netflix is is not often better with blacks. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I find like, however they do their transfers. Yeah, thumbs up. It's it's not good. What what you got a joke for that? <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna like uh, like do like. No, a, I was uh, <laughs> ready to jump in here. Okay. All right. uh, so yeah, I completely uh, unrelated to that. I watched Waiting for Guffman from 1996. This oh, is, nice. Uh, the mockumentary directed by Christopher Guest, and it's uh, written by Guest and Eugene Levy. Nice. Uh, stars Guest Levy, uh, Catherine O'Hara, Fred Willard, uh, Parker Posey, Bob Balaban. Balaban, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, he, it's this eccentric uh, director, Corky St. Clair, yeah. uh, played by Guest, who prepares to put uh, community theater production. Uh, he's he's doing this pro- uh, big musical for the town's 150th uh Mm-hmm. Um, anniversary celebration thing, but yeah, I didn't even realize like that is the same. That's like, I don't, I didn't realize that's Christopher Guest, like what he looks like. Because then when you watch him, like other things, it's like holy shit, I I can't believe that's the same guy. Yeah, but this is a weird film that like it's not really that funny. You don't think so? <laughs> I didn't find it that funny. I a lot of it. I, now I haven't seen it in about twenty years now, but I I remember watching this in. 96 or 97 whenever you could get it we couldn't go see it in 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 theaters my friend paul and i were huge sctv fans it was like eugene levy is like starring in a movie yes must let's go check it out that's not american pie you had to go to toronto it wasn't playing anywhere i you know as a as a kid i'm not going to toronto as a 13 year old to see a movie so the second it came out i remember watching this at my grandmother's house on the hamilton mountain and just like by myself, laughing my oh, head yeah, off, yeah, like like, like mm. knee slapping and shit, like yeah. defying. Uh, but but I I and, and I, no, I I think that is the general since... consensus. Like I think I'm in the minority. Again, I I really still dug it because I think all the characters are so much fun. But I just like I watched the trailer. I was laughing. The trailer he's got the pants up backwards, doing this weird dance, and I'm like, I was so excited to watch this, and like I I really enjoyed it, but didn't laugh that much. But I actually watched it with Beck, and she left. Like halfway, halfway through, through? She's like, yeah, this I'm not really feeling this. I'm not. I don't think she found any of it that funny. And yeah, it's just weird. It's an odd tone for sure. Yeah. Like, is that Fred Willard's? Like, that what happened? No, that that's his, um, that's in uh, a Mighty Wind. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have that 
to watch as well. And, and be, so best, and best shows. Show. Uh, so I, I watched this in preparation of seeing A Mighty Wind in 2002 yeah. mm-hmm. or 2003. That's the last time I, I saw Waiting for Government. So maybe I won't be guffawing, guffawing. like I was. <laughs> well, I don't know. Again, I, I think I'm in the minority, so maybe you will be. Comedy is like a really weird thing. And like the movies I really like, people are like, ah, oh, that was not funny. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then the ones everyone's like dying over, I'm like, oh, it was okay. But I, I'm weird. Maybe I'll go back to it because I, I felt the same way about Airplane, which I'm going to rewatch that. I was almost going to throw that in. But I instead, oh, sorry, I get, I'm going to give this one seven, yeah. uh, by the way. Again, I still liked it. I just didn't laugh. But I wanted to follow up with uh, this is Spinal Tap from 84 because that is a film that I liked when I first yeah. saw it Yeah, but I didn't necessarily love it I didn't get like why everyone said this is one of the funniest movies of all time uh, of course this has a guest in as well directed by uh, Rob Reiner um, who else is in there Michael McKean's in there Harry, Harry Shearer Shear. I, I loved this one yeah. a lot more this time like this one I, I like I think I didn't get the humor I didn't know mm. what I was getting into well, when you I first almost it. would get primed by watching Guffman as well like it's it's the yeah. same sort of tone yeah but I think this one is consistently funnier for me like I was this one I was consistently enough whether it's, it's like the music that is like awesome and catchy but then the yeah. lyrics are also hilarious mm. I and think this one is like tone. less specific like waiting for Guffman is almost like really sp- specific in its humor oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where like Rock and roll is yeah, everything fairly, in our culture now. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, th- this film, um, yeah, I-, I just loved that. I love the ongoing joke with the drummer <laughs> that th- all the drummers yeah, keep the, on dying. dying. And I don't know there's there's so much there's some good cameos in there. Um, yeah, I know I, I love this film. Uh, I'm gonna go in half, but I was I'm almost like it could almost be maybe could be a nine. nine. Yeah, like, I, lo- I love this yeah. one too. I haven't seen this one in a while. Uh, you know, I almost should just. Just do a run? Yeah, a run of all of them. Yeah, I'm going to try to do Airplane, because that's the other one that everyone loves. And I, the first time I was like, well, it's okay, mm. I don't know. But I, I I think I would, I don't know. Yeah, Airplane, like I watched it like maybe about two, three years ago. That is a joke machine. Like yeah, they just come uh, hard and heavy. Like They never there, stop. They, there isn't like a, like a two two seconds that go by without like, oh, that's actually funny. Yeah, I watched that yeah. about two years ago mm-hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was like just... Like yeah. I, re- I, re- I revisited Naked Gun not that long ago, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, dug that one. So this I is think. like I yeah. think Naked Gun like pales almost yeah. because mm-hmm. the jokes. Naked Gun I still like, but the jokes aren't as like snappy. Like they're yeah. always going. Like it relies on Leslie Nielsen a lot yeah. in the Naked Gun. This one everybody. Is so I think I grew up with Naked Gun. I didn't. Airplane that like, I only saw for the first mm-hmm. time, you know, five years ago or whatever. So. Yeah, well, I guess it's 80, so it's before any of us were born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, was, it wasn't one that was always playing. I don't know. It seemed like like everyone my age, yeah. that's like they grew up with that. That was like their comedy movie, and I don't know. I don't um, think it was for me. No? Was yeah. it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Like, I, I saw Airplane as a kid, but I didn't own it. Like, I, I definitely watched, like, Naked Mel Brooks Gun. movies more yeah. or Naked Gun more. Friend had a naked gun, so I, I probably watched that one. But I, I definitely did see Airplane when I was a kid. Jimmy, are you an Airplane fan? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it in years. Um, but it's one of those things that I, I can't find a qualm with it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, anyways, what what else did you guys watch? Uh, I got one more. Uh, so I watched No Exit. Uh, this is a 2022 movie, Ooh. Uh, and it's basically this. Uh, this girl who she's in this court-ordered rehab, finding her mom is going to die, and she breaks out of the rehab and goes to try to get to Salt Lake City for a snowstorm happens. 
she's also stolen this car and whatever, and 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 is directed to this this kind of like I don't know even know what it would be a pavilion like community recreation pavilion for some sort of shelter nature hiking area anyway so in there you know you've got all these different people when does a slasher come is there a slasher in this it seems like a setup for a slasher movie right it's kind (laughs) of like that uh, so it's definitely a horror movie Mm. Um, it's got like Dennis uh, Haysbert, who's most known for playing the president in 24, and he's a, you know, a character actor. Well, he does the insurance salesman. Yeah, <laughs> he's got that low, kind of commanding voice. Dale Dickey, who's an amazing uh, character actress. She's in a lot of stuff. Anyway, so she gets there, and instantly, it just like foreboding presence of this place, and the snow's going around, and everyone's trying to get cell service. She's walking around, and all of a sudden, she hears like this thump from this big van and there's a girl who's tied up in there. So Whoa. somebody inside, there's five people. Is he a kidnapper? And she doesn't know who this cool. is. Yeah. Very cool setup. Um, and there's, it definitely plays some of the, the suspense and thrills are really, are really well done. I think as a thriller, it succeeds. Again, they want to make it about her recovery and all this kind of yeah. emotional stuff that just like fucking is done awful and does not fit the picture at all. I wish it was just like, I wish she was just driving on the road and then they were like, hey, you're going to have to get off here. <laughs> She's like, the snow starts falling. She's like, God damn, I love cocaine. <laughs> uh, because all it, it it's bookended by these emotional scenes of her mm. like overcoming the addiction or, or having the addiction. Again, it's funny because like with the Friday 13th, you complain that like these characters don't have character. But I almost think like I don't movies need- these days have too much like yeah horror horror films these days are like they're a drama that they can't sell that drama so then they like add horror elements to a lot of these at the end to try to i think in this case it might have been the other way around like they were like we need something else instead uh, of just them hanging out in the snowstorm i wish it was just the snowstorm like because the characters themselves i think you get enough development with what they're revealing about when she's trying to figure it out. I wish they had played that up more. It gets it does get pretty gory in there and pretty like gruesome. Oh, so there's some cool stuff there. I'm going to give it 6.5, but hmm. yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes the subtext takes takes over. Where that's not what I mean with, I don't need plot, <laughs> right? I just need, like with characters, I just need some depth with the characters. And sometimes actors, great actors can do that with looks or mm. like how their body language is. Um, Are you saying Kevin Bacon doesn't have a good body? <laughs> He's got a great body. I think he wasn't quite bacon at that point. Like You, you were know. saying he was ham? He, he wasn't. There, there's no wang in that movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's all you need. You yeah. need. I think there's some ass, maybe some bacon ass. I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> so that was, that was the last thing I watched that week. Jimmy, did you uh, watch anything you want to talk about? Anything exciting? Besides Maddie? Showering. Changing before <laughs> showering. Um, so actually, yeah. Um, uh, in terms of interesting stuff, um, so uh, I got that message that you had sent over or posted about the uh, the trailer for the new Cronenberg uh, flick coming yeah, out, yeah, the yeah. Crimes of the Future, which looks totally yeah. like he's back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, like uh, kind of got me thinking. You know, it's like. That that sounds really familiar. He actually did a flick in um, 1970 called yeah. Crimes of the Future, one of like mm. first first four way forays out into the world. Yeah, I think it might be the first full length. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if it was that or Stereo. 
but I think maybe like I, stereo was still like in school and yeah, maybe maybe I don't know if it's short. a I it might be a sh- like a no, longer th- short. Okay, yeah, I think it is. Anyways, uh, but uh, yeah, it kind of uh, kind of briefly looked into it. It's like okay, what's the connection between this new one and you know this this one that he did in 1970? Is this kind of like the bookends of his career? Yeah, yeah. Um, so gave this a watch. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, like. Clearly, like, he was kind of finishing school. Yeah, I was all shot film. at. Yeah, shot at U of T. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, you've got to invest. It's not something that you're autom- automatically going to fall into and be engulfed in this story. Yeah. Um, but uh, did the low quality work for it? Because I find with like some like horror movies, like student horror films, look uh, terrifying. Like there's something sometimes on there can about, be because like, it's so like it. a, I think disjointed. Mo- most student films yeah. are so like artistic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it. <laughs> yeah, they're it trying was... to show like how deep and a dark man's soul. Well, did I ever, I ever tell you about? Uh, maybe I've mentioned this on the show before, but years ago I had this course that was all it was all this arty. Yeah. Like home video stuff that people had made, and, and how that was a different like genre of movies. Mm-hmm. And I would watch these fucking terrible home experimental things every week in this class, and I didn't like any of them because they were all shot in like fucking VHS cameras. Yeah. It wasn't this like cool experimental stuff. So I I got permission to leave that class to go and perform at OCAD. Oh, awesome! An experimental set. Jo- Jordan Mitchell was was yeah. there. So where we met our, our cellist that was in the rest. Yeah, Darby. And she uh, she performed this improv prov set with us, experimental music set. And at the end, they're like, okay, and now for the main event, we're going to show all our student films. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, you got duped. Oh. It was the same thing. I was you watching the duped. same garbage that I was watching every week, at, uh, every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Um, so, you know, karma's a bitch. Hey, man. I so, shouldn't have celebrated so hard. <laughs> so I think Jimmy's right. Stereo, it looks like, was his first full length of the year before. Oh, it, is it a full length? Well, it's it's like an hour and five minutes, I think, and, and Crimes of Future is an hour and three minutes. So they're both okay, just they're both over just, that hour mark. Just like, not like kind of full length, but enough mm-hmm. probably money to, to pay I to develop the film. I didn't realize he did like a shitload of like TV movies. There's like five here, a couple TV movie documentaries before um, Rabbit. Like there's like oh, wow. five TV movies. Hmm. I didn't know that either. So was the plot enough to keep you invested in this film, even though the uh, aesthetics was a bit uh, lacking? Um, so, yeah, the, the kind of anything that was lacking in yeah. uh, the production in terms of, you know, the uh, lack of experience and, uh, you know, lack of budget, I yeah. guess. Um, Again, we're talking about the length. The length is probably just because that's as much money they have. Because at that yeah, time, the yeah. developing of the film yeah. was yeah. half the battle. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, so lengthwise, I think it was pretty much perfect. Yeah. Um, any longer, uh, I might have started waning a little yeah. bit. Um, at the same time, it was one of those movies that there were sections that I had to re-watch. Um, it, was, it was almost one of those movies where I needed to watch it twice to kind Fully of figure out it. what it's actually about. Otherwise, it's an hour and... Uh, like, hour and three minute non sequitur yeah a music video is there the any like standout moments like rabbit and um what's the other one he did shivers shivers like yeah. both of those films have definitely like this guy's mm-hmm. talented is there anything like that in this or is it more just feel like a, another weird student movie like uh, would you recommend watching this or just skip ahead to shivers and rabbit unless you're a hardcore fan i would definitely recommend it um not not necessarily like just being like i said like a cronenberg fan yeah. but 
Um, it's definitely like a, a think piece. Yeah. Um, it has all of that kind of shocking, jarring imagery sort of thing going on. But it wasn't until, you know, after finishing the film and sitting there for about an hour with a beer mulling yeah. over what the hell did I just watch <laughs> that I kind of realized that that's kind of the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. All, well, not necessarily the point of it, but one aspect of it. Um, kind of long, long story short, it, it seems to be about um, young people being indoctrinated into this idea of beauty and uh, through the media, mm-hmm. watching commercials, cosmetic stuff like that. Um, and kind of, getting hung up on you know the superficiality of everything mm. so this is why maddie has so much botox you guys didn't <laughs> you guys noticed <laughs> <laughs> the breast implants I, I, are looking nice I so the oh natural look <laughs> <laughs> barely noticed yeah good 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 uh but yeah it almost like uh it was almost paralleled by the fact that one can easily just get caught up in the superficiality of all of the weird crazy jarring mm-hmm. oh that's messed up yeah, uh, I, I like this movie because, oh, it's got all this messed up stuff in it. Yeah. Um, and it was actually like my uh, significant other who had yeah. actually went to school with Kyle that yeah. got caught up in all the superficiality of, yeah. of this movie. Um, and there are definitely plenty of those moments. Um, I almost don't even want to mention the one at the, the end of the movie that yeah. made me rewatch the last half hour. Uh, just because taken out of context, it would really give you the wrong idea yeah. about what okay. this is about. And it, do you think the the remake, or sorry, the, the new movie is a remake of this, or is that just in title only? Like, do you think they're connected at all? Um, so, from what I understand, uh, it's not like a reboot. Um, like, I'm almost anticipating maybe it's connected in the sense like that the message is the same, but right. kind of revisiting it. Yeah. What is it like? Uh, Thirty 19, years later, forty years later, yeah, forty years later. Hmm. Um, and kind of hoping that it's not like, uh, okay, this is my first one out of the gate, and this is my last one, yeah. and this is everything that happened in the middle. But that's uh, just me being. I think uh, he'll be back after this. I think he's back. Well, he's do, he's he's also doing uh, one of the um, episodes of the Del Toro. Oh, awesome! Uh, yeah, fantastic. Which is kind of cool. But it, it, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's tough. Like I think one of the reasons why he was out is he just couldn't get in m- money. Yeah. Right. Uh, a lot of these guys now. Mm. There, there is like a little bit of a revival going on where the, you know, mid-tier, uh, you know, financial movies are coming back a little yeah. bit. But it, it can, it, like, if you're not really, like, young and hungry to get your finances, that's the, that's the biggest trouble, I think. Yeah. Because you'll sometimes be like, wow, this, this, you know, The Northman, which I haven't seen yet, but The Northman mm. didn't make a bunch of money. So well, that yeah, they they spent too fucking much on yeah. um, that movie, and 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 yeah, like ninety million. But that's gonna yeah, that's not a good sign for um, but the, uh, these type uh, of yeah, movies because they, they used to get more of those kind of directors getting bigger and bigger budgets. Even Scorsese has talked about this yeah. quite a bit, where mm. he's probably the most bankable o tourist name that just does whatever the hell he yeah. wants. And it ha- was having trouble getting a bunch of his movies fine. See, I, I think the crazy. problem is... He's got DiCaprio as the lead. Yeah, that's All crazy. these old directors, it's like, yes, they were the top of the crop, and they were used to getting these... Big, like, Scorsese spent fucking $200 million making The Irishman. Yeah. That movie should have been a $60 million movie at most. And yeah. David Cronenberg, same thing, Spielberg. It's like all these guys, they don't want to go 
back to making these twenty, thirty million dollar movies. But Cronenberg maybe they should always be. made twenty, thirty yeah. million dollar mm-hmm. movies with right. Like but he, he couldn't I, even get a, twenty million. I find it hard. Like yeah, I don't know. These days with a twenty four, like they could match him. Whatever they're giving. Uh, Fucking all these other, yeah. but even a twenty four. You hear some of the stories about how these guys, like for years, they send in scripts and they go, ah, maybe not this yeah. one, and and the next one. Like, it's not like they're just green lighting, and they're not working a twenty four with a lot of older directors. Yeah, that's mostly I mean, like they need to fresh out the gates, guys. They should bring back some of these guys because I think they're they're knowing that like they can get a relationship with some of these younger directors, and maybe they get to make a bunch of movies with them. Where maybe Cronenberg. You know, gets ill or or yeah. like you know, he's in his late seventies now, right? Yeah. Got to be pushing that, right? Well, he just yeah. came out what seventies, right? So I, I am I am incredibly excited, and I'm so happy he's doing mm. it. But there, there, it definitely seems like a lot of these directors that were part of New Hollywood and just after New Hollywood are, are yeah. have ha- had trouble. Getting I, I think it's everyone. Made. We were talking about it the last episode or two. Where even actors, like what actors from the seventies, eighties, are mm. still. Like Kurt Russell has had a bit of resurgence, but he disappeared for a long time. You have all the action stars are pretty much gone, other than Stallone will come and. I guess with directors, a, you're just used you know, to a lot of these guys going from when they're, you know, they usually don't get a lot of their movies made until they're in their 40s, and then they make movies until their 70s. Like you have Tar- the Tarantinos were rarities, guys that yeah. started early, yeah. but and even came out swinging. Now, a lot of them make bad movies in their last. 10 or 20 years like that's always been Tarantino's thing I'm gonna yeah. get oh, out Gentiles. of here before <laughs> um, another guy that actually yeah. can't get a budget either they're gentle but that whole Italian horror scene doesn't exist anymore whereas mm-hmm. the 70s it was in its prime yeah I guess none of those guys really no. have, have done much J- Jimmy what are you gonna give Crimes of the Future oh um well, that's a hard one um <laughs> you know what I'll, I'll I'll go like seven and a half. Okay, okay. Wow. Well, it's up there, right? And that's yet yeah, it made me sit there and, and just stare at a wall and, and think it, for the better part we, of the We an should hour. mention yeah. too, I mean, one day we need to do a David Cronenberg series, which would be fun. But he's one of your favorite directors, right? Like he's oh, top he's definitely up there. there, yeah. Uh I got two. I'll quickly rush through one of these is gonna be really quick. So 1985 Cocaine Wars. Uh, <laughs> this is an Argentine-American film uh, produced by Roger Corman and starring John uh, Schneider, a.k.a. Bo Duke. Oh, Bo. Uh, or or uh, 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 what, Smallville? Yeah, what's, what's the... <laughs> He's Ken- the um, um, Paul Cantor. Paul Cantor, yeah, I forget what his name is. I know Martha. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan? Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan Cantor. Cantor. There we go. So this movie has a fucking cool-ass cover and the trailer yeah. looks funny. And you read it, but it's like... Oh, this guy. Co- the cover does look like so badass. badass. Well, again, that was the '80s, though. Let's be yeah. honest; they were amazing for doing great cover art, tricking you, and then you see the film, and it it looks half as you know. They show some cool creature or explosion, and that's not in. The I movie. guess they yeah. they had to because the VHS explosion is happening. They go, "We got a good cover. We're going to get this." Oh, into oh exactly. Yeah. I think so many films. That's were how successful. Canon used to sell. Like they just. Bid like a yeah. cover and like, all right, now make a movie about this cover. Go. But it works. <laughs> like, who? Yeah. How, how many people remember going to the rental store? Yeah. And re- I some of these movies, you remember the cover more than the movie, yeah. right? Sometimes I go I, when I first got Letterbox, I was going through it and thinking, oh yeah, I saw that. And then reading the, and I, 
I never Ooh, saw this. I just looked at this box. cover yeah. a million times. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why even these movies have a nostalgia for I watch in their shit, but I, like, I still like there's something about I like. And mm-hmm. Have probably we seen it, Pat? I don't know. <laughs> but I saw the poster at Jumbo Video <laughs> exactly. for two years. But uh, yeah, the, the cover, the story sounds awesome too. This guy, his partner's killed uh, and he's going to get revenge. But like that's that. I don't even think it's his partner. Like it opens up. He he's a he's so he's a smuggling the drugs with his plane for one of the uh, the biggest exporters in uh, South America, and uh, it opens up and the he's got this guy next to him. Like I guess it's maybe it's partner, but it, he really pretty, he's pretty much that. dead before yeah. he's introduced. And John Schneider isn't the greatest. Well, he's actually John Schneider is quite fun in this. Like he's the yeah. best part about it. He kind of has like a charisma, and he's kind of like that. I don't know. He's the only really standout out of it. Of it, the rest of the film, he's got this crazy like Western mustache. Um, but uh, yeah, no, the rest of the movie, like the action scenes, kind of suck. Like the story, and there's nothing really positive to say about it. I, I again, I mean, there's some fun kind of cheese moments and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's it's just mostly forgettable. I'm gonna give it four and a half cool. out of ten. Um, yeah, I think just because John Schneider has a couple of fun moments. So what you're saying is it's Friday the Thirteenth Part Three territory. <laughs> oh, think, oh, for me, for yeah, you, for yeah. you. Uh, not for. Uh, sorry, I but, wonder. I wonder what you would think about Cocaine Wars. <laughs> probably one you guys could skip. Uh, I did want to talk one more film I watched from 2022, a uh, horror film that uh, is on Netflix, getting a lot of people talking about it. Talking about it recently. Uh, I don't know. If positive uh choose or die have you guys heard about this no. No. it sounded cool so it opens up with uh, eddie uh, eddie marzen who's uh kind of like a decent little character I like Eric, yeah i like yeah. eddie marzen so he's this retro collector he's kind of in this dysfunctional family and he's he's in up in his room in the dark playing like some old video game but he i guess he got this old interactive fiction computer game do you know what that was those games where it'd be like it's all like type, like you'll type oh, like text based. Yeah, like do you want to go are, left? Or you are in a room. Yeah, obviously. Like a choose your own, yeah, choose, choose your, your own, own adventure. Own adventure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, this game called Cursor, and yeah, it says like you know uh, the tongue or the ear because it's. Uh, Wife and son are downstairs talking shit about them. And he's like, oh, whatever. And he types it. Yeah. And then, like, he goes down. And his wife is like, I don't know what happened. And she's holding, like, her son's fucking tongue. Um, so, and then it, we cut to, like, later on, a couple months away, whatever. And we're following this college student. Uh, she's struggling. You know, she's working this cleaning shift late at night to uh, get try to pay for her uh, Man, schooling. I feel for her. <laughs> her mother is has a drug addiction. You find out that uh, her brother and their uh, the mother's uh, piling it on son <laughs> died. Yeah, in a, in a pool accident. Um, and uh, anyway, she's got this computer uh, friend, uh, computer programmer friend, and he she's going through his stuff because she helps him fix parts. And she's like, "Oh, where this." What's this? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. It's the cursor game. So she's playing. And there's like a thing like, oh, you can win a reward of 150000 She's like, oh, I'll play it after work. Uh, and she plays it. And again, pops on. She doesn't like, it's like, she's at a restaurant. It's like coffee or thing. And she's like, what? Like, how did they know? Like, it, it, it's kind of relating. Yeah. And then like, next thing you know, the waitress is like fucking down on the ground eating glass. And she can't <laughs> stop herself. So there's some cool yeah. kind of ideas yeah. in there. There's another. It feels very Black Mirror. Yeah. There's, there's another cool moment where like, she's at work and she's playing this game. And her mom phones like, oh my God, the, the rat, there's huge rats. Uh, come after me and she thinks like her mom's always hearing rats and shit in the walls mm-hmm. when she's fucking doing her drugs but and then like this game pops up and it's like showing it like an, an old school video game and the mother's there on the screen like a pixelated game oh, that's and the rats cool. and it's like you gotta choose 
And then you find out she's controlling the rat. So she has to try to get the rat to not fucking kill her mom. And that scene was kind of cool. All this is like kind of, I'm enjoying this. But yeah. then like, there's like those kind of cheesy romance they're trying to yeah. add with the program. And then like they go into the game and it's like the best you can but, come up with is like a foggy room with like a zombie, yeah. your brother. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like there's some ideas in there, but it just kind of falls flat. Yeah. Like it, it's, uh, oh, and I did mention Robert England actually does the voice and, and the video game, which was kind of cool. It reminds me of like Freddy's dead, right? That scene where he has a Nintendo controller and he's stomping the kid. The yeah. Like, it it kind of has, it's been, uh, it, I guess it's been done a bit. I, yeah. I'm a sucker for these type of films. Like, mm-hmm. But they just never, there's, there hasn't been a great one. Like, whether it's a board game or a video game, yeah. mixing like kind of Jumanji or whatever with horror is like, it's such a great idea, but they, they never My least, haven't done it right. My least favorite uh, Black Mirror episode is the Choose Your Own Adventure one when you actually interact. Oh, is that like Bandersnatch, whatever yeah. it was? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and I, I didn't, there's, like, a shitty drug dealer, too, that is totally fucking out of place. Like, he just wants to be part of their family uh, for some reason. And well, so, because, like... like, he's on his mom drugs, man, of course. Well, like, he does, but, he's, but he's actually trying to, like, get in and, mm-hmm. like, like I'll sleep with the mom just to, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's 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 bad. Um, yeah, and they, they, there's, like, a whole setup for a sequel where it's, like, maybe we're going to get, like, a saw, like, saw and a bunch of these going. Yeah. I'm gonna give it five and a half. I think there's some interesting ideas in there, um, but yeah, I just wish have to work on it a bit. Yeah, was pulled off better. But uh, that's it. Anyone else? No, I think we should get into our uh, yeah. I'm ready to get into it. Okay, well, let's throw up the trailer for Friday the Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning. I think that was the right word. Throw up. (laughs) Eighty-five. It's showtime. Trauma at age 12. Brutal self-defense murder of a psychopathic killer. Boy, they've given him every therapy they can think of. It's wonder his mind isn't fried with all the drugs I've given him. The mindless, murderous fury that was buried with Jason has been Reborn. Pete! And suddenly, terror has become child's play. Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Still haunted by his past, Tommy Jarvis, who as a child survived and killed Jason Voorhees, is sent to a secluded halfway house in the countryside where the killing of a young man triggers a brutal series of murders in the area. Yes, folks, we're talking about Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New new beginning. Beginning from 1985. 
Uh, you thought that the last film, the final, what is it? The final, final Friday? chapter. Final chapter was the end, but no, uh, no, you, you are wrong. That movie made Dead a shitload of money, wrong. and they were not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let this this franchise die. Apparently, um, this one is like uh, heralded as, as like the worst. Like a lot of people find this terrible. Well, because it's, I guess like the twist ending. I think people have a problem with it, but yeah. that that I don't. That's care not about. my. Yeah, that, yeah. that seems that's like, like people that same people that probably don't like April Fool's, Fool's Day. Day. Yeah. I was about to say the exact same thing. I mm-hmm. think it's more this film. I mean, it's kind of known as you know, it's directed by Danny Steinman, who also wrote it. <laughs> He's a porn director right am i wrong he in this? did a porn film at least yeah. one before it's called high rise yeah um but yeah this was he was hired because this was they wanted this to like they want up the exploitation the nudity yeah. the kills and he was the perfect guy to he do even it. says like he'd left a lot on the cutting room floor like yeah he he, he basically was shooting porn scenes yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The, the most famous sex scene i think was i've heard was was much longer i and apparently he was not the greatest guy to get along with. He was coked out. I Most heard of the there was a lot of heard. cocaine on he this seems, set. I, I watched mm. a little bit. He's a little bit of a sleazy dude. Yeah, sleazy. <laughs> he seemed very sleazy in now yeah. when they're doing the extra foot, like the, the back, interviews. behind the scenes yeah. stuff. I, I know there was a, there was an actress. I don't know her name offhand. I'll look it up is later. Voorhees, because there's a girl in this. Name no, she, yeah, she yeah. is the famous nude yeah. scene. No, but there's another actress who ends up getting a part uh, in, in part six. Part six, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. But she applied for the the role of the the Voorhees yeah. uh, female character, the the big nude. And scene. I guess like Voorhees was more endowed, so that's why he went with her. No, it, uh, she was. He was trying to like get her to like show her tits during the uh, oh like the audition, and she's like, no, I'm not yeah. doing that. And yeah. so she left and was kind of creeped out. Yeah. But I, I think, um, I mean, we can, we'll talk more about it, but the lead actor who plays Tommy Jarvis, John Shepard, mm-hmm. he becomes a born-again Christian. and He's terrible in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like just, uh, like, I've said this before, but there's occasionally a nothing on screen, like, just uh, like, mm-hmm. a, when he's there, you almost see through him. Yep. That's this dude. His job is to sweat. Yes. That's all he does in this movie is sweat. I think he's okay. I think he says like 26 words in this movie. I I don't like like his character in this, but I think like... I think it's an interesting idea to go with like this guy suffering PTSD or whatever. Now, they wanted Fellman. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he was doing Goonies. Which which I've heard, which makes no sense because the age would not make sense unless he'd be a lot younger. Yeah, probably the movie would have just been he was younger and... Mm. But yeah, I, I don't like... His char- I don't like him in this movie because I think he's just such an unlikable character. He's he has no personality other than he gets angry here and there. But I, I think it, there's it's there's something interesting there. But nice w- bod though, nice bod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, he was this big religious guy. Did you hear? And like he went in. I guess they because they, they talked to him about ma- having him in the next movie too, right? Yeah, yeah. And he w- he was he was out at this point, but. I guess all these movies have code names. I think this one, they just knew it was going to be this movie. I uh, guess they called like Bowie songs after this. This was going to be called yeah. like Repetition or something like that? Something like that. But and, he thought yeah. it was going to be the, about the, at the psychiatric yeah. home or something. And he did all this like, I think, what did he spend? Like a week or something? All this In, time like, uh, training. And that was yeah. super and then, upset. And then, yeah, gets pissed off because yeah. he finds out it's all for a Friday 13th But Reggie, film. Reggie was super pumped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> was he, What was that? Was, Reggie the Dangerous? Or? Was he? Uh, Reggie uh, the Reckless. Reckless. Reggie the Reckless. <laughs> was he uh, uh, different? Strokes kid, yeah. Gary yeah. Coleman's like uh, best buddy, friend on yeah. that or something. So yeah, he's kind of like one of the few that is kind of charismatic. Yeah, in this. yeah, he, he's uh, the best part for me, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, uh, so this, yeah. Anyways, Danny yeah. Simon does direct this, so uh, probably most famous for the unseen to horror films in Savage Street, which, mm-hmm. which is another. Um, yeah, that's crazy uh, film. Lin- that's where Linda, Linda Blair, Blair gets, gets raped, raped and uh, and goes on a revenge. Um, okay, 
Has there been an episode where we don't say the word raped in this? Because <laughs> it's always coming up. Am I wrong in this? <laughs> it's a lot. It's usually a big. It's usually yeah. a plot point for a lot of horror movies. A lot of horror films. It's yeah. someone gets raped and there's revenge. I thought we were getting way. through this one, but without it. But no, we talked about Friday the Thirteenth. And I, I think yeah. you guys three. even fit it in when we had the Hitchcock series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how that happened, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, writers, uh, Danny Simon wrote it. Um, Danny Coleman and. Uh, yeah, whatever. We don't care yeah. about the writers in this. Um, but um, yeah, I guess I did want to mention though. So yeah, it, this was going to be uh, Amy Steele. Um, I guess for part three, you mentioned was going to be the survivor story with Amy Steele. They didn't use that in this film. So even though they weren't going to get Amy Steele back, they kind of took the concept of someone dealing with uh, you know the after the aftermath. Okay, and, so and, doing the third one kind of as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then set it at the uh, the the the, uh, the home. This is the weirdest home for like. Yeah, it seems like a, like a, a, a work camp or. It, it's kind of like okay, so it's a halfway house. You were in you were in the you know the asylum. Now you're yeah. going to be in this halfway house, so you can get back there. But one of the kids is just like. Oh man, he's got a stutter. He must be a lunatic. <laughs> right. Like what? What's wrong with it? Nothing's Honestly. wrong with that guy. Like a bunch of these people don't. Mm. Well, you don't know. He could have did. It could be like a breakfast club where you know he did one thing, it's terrible true, thing. But the or whole something. house is filled with these. Other than the, the people that are clearly out of their yeah. minds, yeah. like the the guy that's chopping wood. <laughs> you, you should stay away from that guy. Yeah. Like <laughs> he that, probably shouldn't have an axe. Am I wrong in this? <laughs> probably, yeah, like that. That guy definitely Good should not boy. have an axe. That actually might be one of my favorite murders in the Friday the 13th because it it comes out of nowhere and you kind of feel bad for the fellow who gets it, right? Joey? Like, yeah. yeah. Like his cho- like he never finishes his chocolate bar even, I don't know. Except think. for <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. He he's like a ward of the state, like he gets passed around like no one likes this guy. You kind of feel bad for him like he's, he's just He's got no one and they, they even say it like, yeah, yeah I, I I don't think there's any Unfortunately, do you guys know who played so Dominic Brasha plays like that actor, yep. and that's the one that uh, is possibly w- one of the guys that molested uh, Corey Haim. Oh, uh, oh I think wow. he he came out and said that he tried blaming on Charlie Sheen, and then the mother later on did an interview and said no, it was that guy. Oh. Um, so that so I guess again, you'll feel we don't that know, bad. we don't know for <laughs> you know who knows yeah. that all that stuff was yeah. like a lot of craziness going on in there, but apparently he may was the one the name that was brought up, which is which is unfortunate and kind of ruined. Because, uh, yeah, I think he was, like, close to uh, Haim and, and Feldman later on and stuff like that and was, you know, going ah. on tour with him and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so if he did do it, then fuck yeah, it. fuck him. <laughs> Deserves a, an action, really. But, uh, he's not good in this movie, anyway. No, no so he's not. Like, he's very, like, stereotypical. <laughs> I love how stereotypical everyone is in this. You got, like, yeah. the, uh, the crazy neighbors that, like, oh, yeah. they oh, are yeah. amazing. I, they, other, <laughs> Ethel, other than Reggie, and, uh, they might, yeah. Ethel might be my favorite. Yeah. And what's the son's name? Ethel and... Um, Emmett? Fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, it might be Emmett. It has like a real like like no back- junior. They just call him junior. junior. Oh yeah, she's so over the top. But yeah, you're right. Every line she says is like so offensive Amazing. and awesome. Oh, you big old dildo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I don't know. So yeah, the, the plot of this film is it, it's taking place after um, part four. You hinted that uh, Corey Feldman may become the killer. His he looks at the screen and smiles or something, but instead they didn't go that way. Instead, they have that he's. I he's guess he makes a cameo in this in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Op- it opens a up. Dream sequence. He has one day off for the Goonies. Yeah. They film it in his backyard. Yeah. They don't even have a rain machine, so they like a proper one. So they hook up his backyard hose to kind of a 
fake <laughs> rain machine and just soak Corey Feldman <laughs> on his day off from like shooting one of like the craziest movies. Yeah, and he, he's shooting six days. No wonder Corey Feldman yeah. is fucked. Like yeah. he's shooting six days a week. On the Goonies, and then his day off, his parents are like, yeah, whatever. Just yeah, go in the backyard. In the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend you're witnessing the, Jason murder. murdering, and he's going to murder you. Uh, and, and this film is also famous because it's, uh, I guess, it, uh, the, the rule was there had to be, um, every eight minutes, there had to be uh, a Nudity? character. Oh. Um, so like killed. 20 kills or... 22 This kills. is the most in the franchise. Yeah. I think other than like when you get to the past of Paramount, I think yeah. some of those may have more. Like Jason X, I think he kills a whole fucking spaceship of yeah. people. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is 22. It is the most. But you, you can definitely see this is again, you saw it a bit in the part four and stuff, but this is where like they're introducing characters... Just, just so they can die. It's like let's that the couple outside the uh, the restaurant is that that's part five, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, that's the other girl, like the uh, waitress. That's like that. Oh it's yeah, she showtime. Has, yeah, yeah. And then there's the the uh, the greaser guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where they're just. The, the, yeah, fuck I think you, the, start the car, start the car, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck which I love the guys, like, they're supposed to be going on a date, and yeah. he's like, I'm going to go take a shit in the woods. Yeah, like, honestly. You're going to go on this date without your ass properly wiped. <laughs> but yeah, they're just introducing people in this movie just for to up that hey, body count. Hey, it was guy's fault. If he, had, he was able to fix that car quickly. Yeah, he could have been out of there. <laughs> it would have been out of there. Yeah, yeah, I love how he's doing that, too. Like, motherfucker, fix that car. He's, like, singing this song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's a great death. And yeah. one thing this film does do right. Flare in the mouth. I mean, if you want to see a Friday the 13th for the breasts, this delivers. It is. I, I, and if you want to see, I you know. I forgot my notebook, but there's a bunch of like a quote from film critics saying like, this is the most sleazy piece of trash movie I have ever seen. And like, and the quotes from these guys are like, I want to watch this movie now. I wish that it didn't get like uh, diced on the um, cutting room floor. Like, I guess the... Um, you want to see board. the filth. I want to see the filth. I want to see the murders. Like I want to see. I think like the, the deaths are still like you still get. They, some they're good they're stuff cool, in but there. like well, the the one in the parking lot you were just mentioning, where the guy's about to pick up the the waitress. Yeah. Uh, the guy that played Jason Voorhees in this, what it, it was too realistic. The head. So after he was doing it, he felt like terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Because like, yeah, they even had like the bald spot. They didn't had they? the bald yeah. spot there. Yeah. What was he saying when he's doing the coke? Like uh, forecast calls for uh, <laughs> uh, snow in the hills and a bunch of a flurries up my nose. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, what are some of the, like the the is that isn't there is that the one where he gets the um, the, uh, the the flare the flare gun the flare in the mouth is the greasers and uh, the 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 double D's death uh, yeah <laughs> is is actually a, a that really... actually is a good one too. And then, and, of, and even that's the, the scissors, the yeah. scissors to the face, and, and then, then they, they even the guy gets like he pulls him with the the belt to a yeah. tree and twists it to a crash. It's like there's there's some good mm. stuff in there. We the, there's the uh, the the dance the um the one woman at the Boy, the, the, the school tree. That's part six, isn't it? No, that's no, this, this one. one. Yeah, this one. Because yeah. this guy, there's another tree one in part six when they're yeah. doing the paintball. Yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah you got it. And then you get that yeah, cause he, smiley face. He uh, oh, okay. goes and he beds down with this uh, young lady, this buxom lady. Then he goes to the river to wash it off after, which I thought was kind of charming. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go wash it off, baby. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we kind of briefly mentioned, but the uh, the girl dancing, who the whole movie, she's just always listening to music on her headphones, mm-hmm. but like so so 80s like yeah. she's one of the most 80s characters she does this weird like i don't even I know i loved her dance what do you yeah, just, how awesome. would you describe that the dance? robot <laughs> uh, uh, a mime doing the robot yeah it's pantomime <laughs> doing the robot it, uh. it feels like not quite uh. the robot because she's 
interacting with the lyrics in the song or something. Like, yeah. she, there's some like emotional yeah, there is aspect. A, it is a great song that she's like grooving out to yeah. as well. No, I, that might be my favorite part in the whole movie. Yeah, the dance. <laughs> the dance. <laughs> um, did anyone else feel like uh, that the stutterer guy looked a lot like John Cryer, or, or is that just me? Yeah, a little. <laughs> I bit. was getting a John Cryer ducky. <laughs> ducky vibe mm-hmm. and yeah you you got the ginger girl that like takes off her top randomly too just mm-hmm. because it's like well we've, we're yeah past yeah that come time. on guys it's booby o'clock <laughs> past that time but he, again this is one of those things where she's kind of even not like like everyone is kind of uh yeah she's kind of like set, setting him right? up like he's like hey i, I really like you she's like, well, i don't know if she's not up. setting him up well, she's just yeah. watching a film he just tells yeah he's kind of he exposes it. his heart to her yeah. and she just starts laughing his yeah. laughing her head off at him <laughs> Uh, at the even the thought of, mm-hmm. uh, but then she's like, I guess they felt like maybe this character is being so mean, so she goes up to the mirror and and apologizes in the mirror. <laughs> I was so mean to you, <laughs> or some bullshit. That's like, ah, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, what else is there to talk about this film? Even I, the ending has tits in it, which is really weird, right? Like, she's like running around with her sheer top on, and it's raining. So, like, you see, like it's like a it was like a wet T-shirt contest, like constantly. Like, this is very yeah, it's lewd. a long scene too. Yeah, and it's with the little kid, which I thought was kind of odd. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. I think she said though she was proud of that because she's like I. Everyone else kind of got to be sexy in all these movies, and she yeah. felt like she was like the old wo- woman yeah. with her with her style of clothes. So she's mm-hmm. like, I, I like that. Like I was sexy during yeah. that. So I don't know. I guess you know if she liked it, if it's empowerment for her, whatever. I, yeah, I don't think there was many rules with Reggie. Like the tractor, yeah, he was actually <laughs> driving that. Right, he was actually driving the tractor. Yeah, He's like, crazy. I'm not going to say I was driving the tractor, but I was driving the tractor. <laughs> Well, and we got to mention that uh, this movie has a couple uh, Return of the Living Dead uh, characters. Yeah. So Vic, uh, found the guy with the, the crazy guy with the axe at the beginning, he's suicide yeah. in uh, Return of the Living Dead. And then uh, one oh, of my... Demon? <laughs> yeah, my favorite character, Demon Reggie's older yeah. brother. Um, like, oh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ooh, baby. Ooh, um, baby. Which his scene is awesome. So yeah, he's yeah. just fucking in his van. He's eating, <laughs> like, I, I going go on about enchiladas or enchiladas. I'll be right back, baby. These enchiladas aren't sitting right. Which isn't, this is a second film now, because, right, part three has, doesn't that have a scene or am I getting it mixed up? No, it does. So this is the other thing. Yeah, part three does. Uh, there's a, I think there's a couple in part three where they're sitting down, they take a shit, and they don't wipe their ass. Huh. And this movie... So he, maybe it's not the sex that you get killed at. If you don't wipe your ass, you uh, die in this movie. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because the roadside <laughs> yeah. people in, this, in the, the old man that runs yeah. the roadside in, in the third one, and then I think one of the kids takes a shit in the woods, doesn't wipe his ass. And the, oh. I, I feel like this was just a running thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you mentioned this, because I, when I was watching it, I was like, what is this about these? Did I miss but, this in the first yeah. two movies? Well, no they, one wipes their uh, ass. The reason I want to bring up that shitter mo- scene, too, uh, it, it's Miguel, I, I'm sure, Miguel A. Nunes Jr., I'm sure I pronounced it wrong, plays mm-hmm. Demon. He played Spider-Man Returning the Dead. He's awesome in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. But, so he goes into the shitter, and he's, it's like, girl, it's like, <laughs> Like he's doing all yeah. these loud farts and stuff. Wait, is Tommy from Return of the Living Dead too? No, yeah, he's, a, he's in the next, next movie, one. Oh, okay. But yeah, it is. A, there is a Return of the Living yeah. Dead connection there too. I guess that was probably a pop from the movie, so they were going through the cast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's in the shitter farting and everything, and his girlfriend is just like staying outside <laughs> listening the whole time. The shirt, and then starts singing like this this sexy song like "Ooh, ooh baby, baby, ooh baby, hey baby." And it's like what the fuck, man? Like if if you're sitting there, give like, me wait, a minute. You guys, yeah, exactly. You guys don't <laughs> sing to your wife when you're on the toilet. <laughs> it's got good acoustics in there, baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's such a really weird 
random scene. I don't know. It's a, a weird uh, choice. We'll just Odd say. Odd choice. Um, good yeah. kill, though. Yeah, good kill. Uh, again, that's what this film had. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, I know everyone hates that. It's not my favorite film. I actually probably enjoyed it more this go around because, mm. like, you just know going in, it's sleaze, it's I gross, feel but there's a lot of, like, one weird of characters better and stuff. Written? Friday the 13th, uh, which is really weird. Like, I kind of like the fact that it's like, all right, uh, fuck it. How, no, how, how, how many times can we go with the same character? Like, let's just do something new. Ethel and everything. Like, it's all poor writing, but I think yeah. it's like, it's the odd. Plot. Like, it's interesting. And there's it's a few, unique. like, interesting, like, people that, like, Ethel's, uh, the performance is yeah. better than it's written, and Reggie's better than it's written. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I do love if you don't see the ending coming, you're clearly blind, right? Like, there's this. Uh, can we? Can well, we well no, let's talk about no? it. We'll talk about it in the okay. spoilers. Yeah, I think let's save it. Um, do you guys have anything outside, or do you want to give up your range? Jimmy, anything you want to add before before we get into spoilers? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. There's very little that I have to say about this movie. Did you, did you like this movie or not? Really? Oh, I, like this is my least favorite oh, by why, far. Why is that? Including uh, Jason the, goes to hell. Oh, yeah. and, uh, why, why, really? why is that? Like just because the uh, it, plot? it's almost like yeah, the plot, and it, it's almost like the movie doesn't know what it's trying to do. It's yeah. the black sheep. It's like, they're trying to do like that. Like, okay, we're going to take a new direction at this kind of like, it's not Halloween meta. It, it's not smart enough to know. It didn't go in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It is this weird. Like it has like a trend of this serious PTSD thing, but then it has this ethyl character, which is like, so like up to 11 mm-hmm. over the top. It, like it, it's it's kind of all over the place in tone. And then it's kills are very violent and it's sex, very sleazy, but then it has really like goofy, it, yeah, it's it is this weird. Trying to occasionally mix. be heartfelt, like you mentioned that thing yeah. in the mirror. There's a bunch of those beats mm. in it. Like even the guy that's running that, you know, home. You know, he's kind of yeah, he's, he's trying. Heart go- yeah, he's got a heart. So go- fucking forgettable. So yeah. forgettable that they don't even show his uh, spoiler is yeah. his death on screen. Yeah. I, think we, I think we know everyone's going to die in these mm-hmm. films, other uh, than the leading. You know, the so final. what would you give it, Jimmy? Oh, or maybe you know that- what? I'll, I'll go. Five. Oh, that lower. Eh? Yeah, it's like I, I was dreading watching this. <laughs> I like this movie. I am never bored while watching this movie. It's just like a like a, like a warm chocolate chip cookie. I just love it. I just want to digest yeah, it. I, man. I can see that. It is yeah. some people's favorite yeah. of the series because it is so like. Mm-hmm. Again, you there, are getting that kill every eight minutes, yeah. right? If that's what you're watching these films for, and the nudity, you're getting like the kills. And there's and a nudity. bunch of dark humor. Yeah, yeah. like I could see yeah. some. It, none of it. It doesn't work for me either. Yeah. Like it doesn't accumulate into something i i struggled like watching this one and 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 uh hmm. not as much as three but this this was definitely not yeah not I, I don't find this one ever one. boring yeah right i don't know i'm giving you a seven yeah seven i, I might go 7.5 i don't know oh. i'm kind of in between yeah. yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go six and a half it, yeah. it's, it's definitely like it's it's near it's not the bottom it's like lower tier for me as well it's somewhere around part three for me those are they're both close i, I think this one like almost moves at a better pace than three but I, mm-hmm. it's not like i kind of hate all the characters i hate what they do with tommy jarvis in this yeah which kind of becomes you know one of the the only characters i think that keep on crossing across movies right yeah like, the other characters you might have someone at the beginning of the next film where they would mm-hmm. die but this one so you know tommy, tommy jarvis makes it yeah this is the arc right like it's yeah. from four to six i think i'm gonna go Four point five. Oh uh-huh. yeah, I w- uh, I almost went five. Cocaine war think, territory. Yeah, <laughs> I, 
It, yeah, it's right with cocaine horn territory. I do love how we didn't, well, we kind of did brought up the, but the guy that's meeting the girl at the restaurant, these two characters at the intrusion chest for that scene. Like his dialogue with her is so stupid. But, I, I, I kind of funny. Yeah, that. like it's kind of like she's in the mirror. Can I get a side of Lonnie with nothing on it? <laughs> like, oh, Ralphie. <laughs> and then she's like spraying the. the ben- Bianca. Ben- oh, ben- ben- but she sprays. And then sprays it. Yeah. sprays the boobock. Boobnaka or whatever I called it. Yeah. It's kind of a throwback, I guess. Is it part two where she sprays. Yeah, she sprays her like little junk. Yeah, she sprays her neck and then her junk with the perfume. But yeah, I don't know. The, yeah. but, but how do you say Panaka? Panaka? I, I don't know that on your breast was kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like that character. Even like the like the, it's Showtime from like the uh, Bob Fosse's All That Jazz. I guess that's where that scene came from. Okay. She just okay. watched that movie and she's like, uh, "Can I say this when I uh, take down my top?" She's like, "Perfect, do it, yeah. do it, <laughs> have some fun with it." it it's yeah, like <laughs> this is another one talking about it. I go, yeah. oh, maybe it's. It's better, but then you mentioned something, and I go, "Oh yeah, I I really hated that." Yeah, like it, it was a struggle. To I think get it's through. a bad film, but I think it's an entertaining bad mm-hmm. film. And again, from Friday the Thirteenth, like I just don't, I don't know. My expectations of what I want out of them is, I guess this is the last film that still has like the same uh, tone's not the right word, but the same film style as the first five. I feel like after this one, it changes. I don't like, know. I'm, yeah, yeah, maybe. I feel for, like it, it... For me, it jumps... Yeah. It kind of stands on its own. It's, it's, yeah, it's like the... I, I kind of feel like uh, the first two have a very similar style, mm-hmm. and then the next... Well, even three almost goes with one and two. It's a little mm-hmm. bit slicker because of the cameras, right? Yeah, like, I guess I have. Um, you know, maybe directing it similar to two. But to me, four is like the first one where it actually seems like they got a little bit of money. They're yes. doing things with a camera. They're doing some helicopter I shots. think that one feels more expensive than five, but yeah. similar. Yeah. But the one we'll, we'll talk about next week feels like a slick 80s yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I just want to bring up one other character, uh, the, the guy that like this, ran, and again, a guy that randomly just shows up, no story. <laughs> yeah, he shows I, up at the Ethel house. I need some food. I need some work, yeah, some food. And okay, you can get, and she sends him out. But I love where she's like, ain't he fucking ugly or something like that. And then Junior repeats, oh, she's looking ugly. And then she's like, well, you ain't so pretty yourself. Like, I ain't so pretty myself, mom. <laughs> yeah, like, all that dialogue, it's so cringeworthy, yeah. but it's kind of like, it's fun. done well. Yeah, and yeah, anyways. Mm-hmm. So actually, I'm, I'm just uh, jumping off of uh, what you mentioned about like the the film style and mm-hmm. the like the film like the film grain. Um, so when you guys watched this, uh, like what format did you Blu-ray? Blu-ray was it the uh, the recent? I got the Screen yeah. Factory yeah. Blu-ray that I think is the best version. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. they, I, they they did. A, I have the pack uh, with the all eight of pack. That. Yeah. yeah, the eight pack. Okay, they, I think that was the one that I did as well. It's the mm-hmm. one that I got from you. Yeah. Um. So the thing I found odd, like. The movies out of this pack that I've watched so far, they're all like crop two, 16 by nine. Like Ooh. none of them are actually like widescreen, widescreen, like yeah. anamorphic. Weird. So it's it's one of those things where I'm yeah. almost conflicted. Do I watch yeah. it proper aspect ratio or on the DVDs from the late 90s, yeah. early 2000s where you, you can't make out the different levels of black and yeah. half the time you have no idea what's going on or watch these ones that are cropped oddly. Yeah. I thought, I thought it's just part f- one that was cropped on the the blu-ray the original blu-ray release um yeah like the ones that i've, I've caught so far everything is kind of shifted to fit uh, a 16 yeah. by 9 widescreen tv yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I know the scream factor definitely the proper i think the scream factory they it looks a little bit better for some of the films i think mm-hmm. the, i know i think the next film we're going to talk about next episode part six they fix some of the colors and stuff in there 
Um, see, I, I don't know. I can't speak to that. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that's weird that they would. Yeah, not these. do that. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. Definitely, part one. There was something where, like, there was a UK and an American aspect ratio differences, depending because one was the unrated cut, one was the theatrical. Yeah. Cut. Anyway, whatever. We're going off track here. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to get into spoiler? Did everyone get yeah. the rating? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's jump into spoilers. I mean, there's not too much to talk about, but yeah. I think there is a big spoiler. I yeah. guess in this movie, or maybe it's not to you. Mm-hmm. So it turns out. So when when the the was the, it Joey? the kid the Joey gets killed. Uh, the ambulance workers come and grab his body, and the one ambulance worker is a little bit shocked. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that that is his long lost son or some bullshit. Biological <laughs> biology. It makes no sense whatsoever. It seems like they just had to like plug it in. Like I don't know, uh, the ambulance driver is a killer. Like perfect, roll yeah. with it, baby. <laughs> it is like I don't. I remember not noticing it when I saw it a lot. But, but when you watch it, like, when you watch it now, and you yeah, know, like yeah. it's totally obvious. Yeah, his faces are always like zooming in. And right on even his face. the music, the music yeah. even like does that sting. Mm-hmm. But again, you could they the first time I think you could watch and say, oh, he's just reacting and like yeah. all, the, everyone's crazy, bad acting that he's over the top. You do see like the uh, body of like Joey's like arms like yeah. hacked off. Yeah, and so, stuff. so for me, I just thought, oh, this guy, it's too gruesome for yeah. me. Yeah, like, and it's yeah. But every time you see him, he's always like acting shocked and like for some reason, this random ambulance driver, they're always like panning to him. And, well, and they're giving him dialogue like even when they're bringing the body. Oh, did you say something, sheriff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Just because it's like, oh, we got to keep yeah. on, we got to keep him in. You got to yeah. remember this yeah. guy later yeah but and there the, the other cool thing is i thought was kind of neat in the dream sequences he actually has a mask with the red i i really like this mask. so he has well. he has the blue uh the, the triangles yeah. are blue on the this version so mm-hmm. you can kind of tell when it's the dream version because tommy Versus, jarvis is yeah. always seeing jason throughout in his head um so mm-hmm. I, I thought that's kind of a neat little fun thing that uh you can mm-hmm. tell the which jason you're looking at but um yeah i, I hate how like when he fall the reveal too i think they could have did this so much better like mm-hmm. i didn't even again if i didn't know like when he he falls and the mask rips off it's such a bad weird angle that you probably still couldn't even tell yeah. it's the ambulance driver till like the end I that's thought, why like, they had to like do that like five minutes of like well this yeah. is what happened this is a movie you it's just, just weird that you couldn't why couldn't you even I, did a a better shot yeah. of it. Yeah, like, I, 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 like I had this. to be like, who am I looking yeah. at? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who have a nice... Oh, it's him. Yeah. Right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This stupid fucking movie. <laughs> and then the end once again sets up that Tommy Jarvis is going to be the killer. Yeah. This one even more than the last one because he's wearing the mask, he's got the knife, he's going to kill the final girl and then we cut and we'll, I guess we'll find out yeah. if it goes that way in part six. <laughs> it doesn't. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, anything else for spoilers? I guess there's not Yeah, I guess that's much. it, yeah. Um, yeah, I like the final chase is okay that the Reggie stuff is kind of mm-hmm. stupid where he comes out with the <laughs> giant tractor. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he literally, it's, it feels like that moment of Austin Powers where it's like slow and he's far away yeah. and he stands there for like five uh, minutes <laughs> waiting for the thing to run him over yeah. to knock him back. Like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of silly, but whatever. Um, I guess that's it for spoilers then. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, the only thing I have is budget 2.2 million. Again, everyone kind of says that, oh, this film was not a success. It actually still was. It, yeah. it made $22 million. Still a huge success for them. Ten times your budget, you're, yeah. you're going to be happy. Listen, uh, Friday the 13th puts butts in seats, or it used yeah. to back in the day. So like, even if this, like, by the time they went to see this, like, oh, I hate this, but... It was it was the yeah. the least uh, it was the worst reviewed of the film, yeah. which all of them were terribly yeah. reviewed though. And even but even fans though kind of were not fans yeah. of this one. So I guess that's where it has this. Um, you know, well, everyone a, seems to not, say that it was it, a, a Jason, bomb. not Jason movie. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, 
I kind of like the fact that they're actually trying something new in this series. Like, it just makes sense. Like, all right, how many more movies can you make about this one fella who's going around hacking up teenagers? Like, all right, let's try yeah. something new. Hey, it was a big whiff, but hey, <laughs> they tried. Well, I think they, yeah. they try something with six, yeah. right? Yeah. Ne- next mm-hmm. week. They, yeah. they, they try to take it in a new direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing else I have, there was going to be an opening where I guess Tommy, it's gonna, it was going to follow after the last one where he, mm-hmm. is he going to be the killer? And um, I guess he's taken to a, a hospital or something. And uh, yeah, I don't know, some something. And he, he's he's Jason's body or something. He rises from the autopsy table or something. But uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Um, and there's, a, I guess uh, if you look on the, the shitter, uh, the outhouse. There's a uh, Fadden. His name is written on the side of the outhouse, which is the name of uh, the Vic, the the killer at the beginning. So people thought maybe that was a hint uh. that he escaped, and and hinting that maybe he could be one of the. Because they kind of hint like, is it Tommy Jefferson? Yeah. Who could it be? Is it Jason? But I guess that's do kind of throw all the red herring. Yeah, yeah right. It. But I guess that's bullshit. Apparently, that was just the director had a, a buddy. A, uh, it's named Fadden, so he <laughs> threw it on the shit. So uh, I know that's one of the fans think. Uh, this is kind of cool if it's actually in there again. I guess normally the Jason is kill, kill, come, mama. Yeah. I guess this one, um, it, it's, it's kill, 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 ta, ta, ta. Like uh, that's actually pretty cool. To kind of, um, uh, yeah, something neat there. Um, and then the the one of the... Because I guess Mance, uh, it's... Mancini yeah. does the score for and, all and, of them. And he had a trouble with this one, he said. He didn't, like, know how to to score it uh, mm. because of the the tone uh, he said this was the hardest he says it wasn't the hardest like you knew what you were supposed to do but i didn't know how to make it interesting yeah something. yeah it, again you kind of it feels like like i think part six you start getting the score doing some he's trying different mm. things but yeah you do like again by five six people want that yeah. score so you can only change it a little bit with each one uh, I, the only other thing I wanted to add uh, in regards to two death, I guess these are spoilers, but I don't think it really matters too much. Uh, Violet, 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 sorry, Violet, Violet. <laughs> uh, the dancing uh, girl in the movie. Yeah. Um, her death was going to originally be a, a, a machete oh, yeah, to the crotch. And yeah. I think you can see some uh, one photo scenes. Was... Yeah, something like that. But it was like too violent. They thought it was yeah. like too bad, gross. And Ethel's scene was going to be more graphic where you're actually going to see a prosthetic head fall into, into the, the, uh, the stoop. But um, yeah, and, and all like all these films, a lot of the other deaths were touched up here and they're yeah. cut down, trimmed a little bit. You can find some of that made it to the Scream Factory DVD again. I think that is the most um, deleted scenes, but again, mm-hmm. some of them are still lost for good. Uh, yeah, that's uh, part five of our Friday Thirteen series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back with part, part six, six. Jason lives. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, find us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Where does this one fit in the series for you? Uh, let us know on Facebook. We have a like page, group page. Or find us on Instagram at moviecitymaniacs. Uh, thanks again, Jimmy, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for showing up, Jimmy. Well, thanks for having me, yeah. guys. And uh, you'll, I think you're going to be joining us again for part six, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, yeah, we'll be back uh, for more Jason. See you next week. Stay scared. Bye.